baby. Welcome back to Talking Sports Better Than Most, where we just wrapped up week two of the NFL, and we just finished week three of college football. We're already 25% through the college football season. <laughs> it's going fast, folks. Regular season. Yeah. Um, but the NFL was, again, a very interesting league this week. You and I were talking about the fact that there were some big point spreads in some of these games. There were some crazy finishes again. I think we're starting to now, you know, you can't judge, obviously, a whole season on one game, but you're wondering if you're starting to pick up some things after two games. So a lot to talk about. So I guess we better dive right in. Hopefully everybody has Amazon Prime so they could watch the Chargers and the Chiefs. Um, Justin Herbert was leading his team, threw an interception in the end zone, got it ran back. The Chiefs won. Everybody's all over the Chiefs. They look wonderful. Um, and the Chargers, I don't know, the Chargers, now Herbert's got some issues with his ribs maybe, Keenan Allen I think's been out, um, so I don't know, it's a little bit of everything. So what was your takeaway from that game, which obviously was going to be one of the biggest games of the of, of, of the regular season? Yeah, I mean, I think it was, obviously we would have liked to have seen uh, Keenan Allen be healthy and be on the field, um, and, and a Herbert be healthy as well. But, I mean, if you think about it, I don't think it's that. Um, I think if you're a Chargers fan, you got to be somewhat excited. I mean, you had your quarterback hurt. Um, you had a play in which they never shut up about on Monday morning on ESPN about how the tight end was calling to, like, he was waving to the yeah. sidelines to be taken out because he was winded. And then they ended up throwing to him on the play, and obviously he didn't really run maybe the greatest route of all time. Um, and you didn't even have... I don't know if you want to say your best receiver or one of your top three receivers, at least, on the field at all. So um, I think it's impressive. I think the Chargers are an extremely good football team and have the ability to be really good. I think Herbert is just an absolute stud, um, and they've got a lot of really good players out there. Um, obviously, it's a good win for Kansas City, but I think down the stretch, I think that could, that's an interesting matchup to see. Um, and, I mean, I I think it's it, I think it's just – like a preview of what's going to happen, you know, probably again. Yeah. It's probably inevitable, to be honest with you. Unless there's injuries, more injuries. Right. I don't think you can really take away from either team. It is amazing. I do think Patrick Mahomes has kind of um, quieted some of the the talking heads out there about what they would do without Tyreek Hill. He's just getting things done. Both teams are going to be there in the end. Um, there's, I mean, they could they could literally be the AFC championship game. Um, I think it's great. It's great to see good competition. I, I don't think we really learned a lot from the game. Besides, Patrick Mahomes did it again. Justin Herbert had that chance maybe to get that big hurdle jumped and didn't quite do it, but I think he'd take it in the end down the road. These two teams are going to see each other again. Uh, but it was still obviously a great game for Thursday night, and um, I think the Chiefs, again, the, the Chiefs are just going to be there, and the Chargers are going to be there. There's no doubt they're two of the best teams in the AFC an AFC that is absolutely loaded to begin with. I mean, down the road, what you're going to have to start playing with yourself is this. Like, so Chargers, Bills, if they were playing each other, who would have the, the leg up and why? Or Chiefs, Bills again, who would have the leg up and why? I mean, that's what it's going to eventually come down to because both these teams are going to be right in it to the end. They're great teams. So um, a great Thursday night football game. The NFL definitely knows how to schedule some great games, and that was definitely a standalone game. 
I mean, if you look at the AFC right now, you got the Dolphins at the top, and you got the Raiders down at the bottom, and one of us two picked one of those teams to win the Super Bowl. Well, we'll get there in a minute, okay? <laughs> I mean, so let's just move on to the next game, because you mentioned the Dolphins. Um, Tua was struggling, the Dolphins were down and out, and then Baltimore. They hit the right buttons after that point. Okay, so here's a couple of things. I mean, I'll start with this one. I'm going to actually give Baltimore all the credit here. Number one, Lamar has showed whether it's by his feet or through the air, he can get it done. Two, he hasn't had J.K. Dobbins, and I think J.K. Dobbins is an electric running back. We'll see how he is when he comes back. But if you put J.K. in the backfield with him, anything's possible. They had injuries in the defensive backfield, um, they they threw some basically true rookies out there essentially in the NFL. Uh, Mike McDonald obviously is in, inherited now this really young defense since they've had some injuries. I, I mean they were one stop away on third down and or a first down away from not even giving the Dolphins a chance. So well it looks doom and gloom like oh my gosh this Ravens defense was horrible the Ravens defense this and that. I think in the end. Um, if you think about it, the Dolphins um, kind of did as much as they could do, um, and they did come back and win, but they, they got themselves in a hole. Their, their defense needs to be looked at because Lamar Jackson was going all over the place on the field. Again, I think putting J.K. back in that in that arena with him, I think without question, you said it yourself, how impressive the Ravens look. So while I give the Dolphins credit for coming back and winning, Push comes to shove. I still think right now you got to go with the Ravens. So it was a great football game. It's what we all like to see, right? Tons of points. We we we, we want to see Super Bowl like this. Forget defense. Let's go all offense. So again, down the road we're gonna say is the Chiefs defense, the Chargers defense, the Buffalo Bills defense. Which defense could 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 handle these two offenses? So it's it's that's what it's all gonna boil down to again. But we just talked about the Chargers, the Chiefs. The Dolphins and the Ravens are right up there, too. I mean, right there's four of the best teams in the AFC. Yeah, I, I think if you're a Ravens fan, it's not any time to push, you know, the, the panic button. Uh, I mean, the second week of the year, Mike McDonald is just getting started. Um, I mean, being a Michigan fan, I got to watch his defense last year, and I would say um, his defense, you know, it progressed throughout the year. It just takes time. I mean, it's not going to – you're not going to get a final product after week one. It's just – it takes time. Um, obviously, the way they lost, obviously, is pretty hard to probably watch if you're like a, a, a Ravens fan. But um, you know your offense is there. Um, you know you got arguably one of the, the greatest players in football right now. Um, and I mean, I think they're only going to get better. I think they've got some receivers that are kind of under the radar that are just going to continue to build confidence. And right, and Lamar obviously has all the confidence in the world, being what he's been able to do since he's been the starter. So. Um, and their defense will get better um, and then get healthy, hopefully. Uh, I, don't, I don't think there's anything to worry about if you're a Baltimore fan. It's a tough loss. Uh, it sucks to lose any time, week one, week 16, or week eight. It always sucks, but um, I think they'll bounce back and be all right. So, More AFC teams. The Browns imploded in the last two minutes against the Jets. The Jets um, get a dub with, with Joe Flacco as quarterback. Um, and basically Cleveland, I mean, we talked about maybe their schedule, what they could do without Deshaun Watson. Um, was that the first game at home with the uh, stupid elf? 
Or is that that's yes, weak? that was the first game. That was the elf elf introduction. Yeah. I don't know. I think unfortunately the Browns just can't have anything good. You know, I, I do want to talk for a second. Well, they do got Hunt and Chubb, and Deshaun Watson will, will bring be a great element to them. With that being said, they really don't. I mean, I know they got um, Donovan People Jones, Amari Cooper, um, Amari Cooper, but uh, you know, they Jarvis Landry was a huge loss for them. I think he caught mm-hmm. the ball all over the place, and you know, I, I don't know. I the Browns ever since they kind of got rid of our boy last year. Um, they they haven't they, they're struggling. I, I I just don't know if nice things can happen in Cleveland with the Browns and I I think it's not just Deshaun Watson. I think Stevens Steven Kevin Stefanski is a good coach, but um, I think Cleveland's in for a long. Let's be honest with you, they're not beating the Ravens. They got the Steelers this Thursday night and the Bengals. Well, we'll they talk barely about the beat. They, in a I mean, they're they're. Very close to being 0-2 right now. Yeah. And, I mean, to lose the way they did. I mean, it'd be different if you lost to Zach Wilson and he's healthy. And he, I mean, everyone thinks he's going to be good. You lost to Joe Flacco. Obviously, they've got good receivers and some good players. But, um, I mean, Joe Flacco, I mean, obviously he's had some times in his career where he's looked very, very good. But Joe Flacco has not looked very good. And I don't know how many years. Um, it's been a while. And he, he kind of, I mean... I don't know. Just, I mean, looking at that throw to Garrett Wilson at the end of the game, I mean, that was just on the money. I know it was only about a 20-yard throw, but the anticipation and everything was just perfect. Um, so it's like they had done it 100 times already. So just amazing that the Browns can lose that way again. And I think they missed an extra point. That's why they lost, right? Yeah. That's what I read. Now, if you're in the Great Lakes, you do got a team that looks a little more on the up and up, the Detroit Lions. Um, hey, tied for first in their division. That's right. They, they handled... The Commanders, we put a little money. I, well, I put a little money on that game. I'm happy to say it was my most successful pick of the week and saved me from going bankrupt this week. Um, the Detroit Lions offensively looked pretty stout. Defensively, they probably got some work to do. But I'll tell you what, you if you're a Lions fan, I think... Um, you got to be excited with the way they sure. just jumped out to that lead. I mean, they looked like they were just men amongst boys to start that game against the Commanders. Um, and I think it's just, I mean, the game got a little closer. Um, but I think that's just winning. I mean, like, you learn to win. You learn how to, to play with a lead. The Lions haven't had that issue in a long time. They haven't really had to play with too many leads in the last couple of years. So um, I think it's just a learning experience. I think Goff um, had a pretty solid game. I just think um, Swift can get healthy. Um, Williams, the other running back, can get healthy. Um, the O-line has looked a lot better. Uh, and then St. Brown, um, obviously, he's on my fantasy team, so he, I, I was pretty happy with his performance. Uh, he's looked to be like um, he's a pretty dependable receiver. He can kind of do it all. I mean, he kind of did a little um, jet sweep for about 55 yards and then just caught a bunch of passes last uh, yesterday, or Sunday, I should say. Um, so, you know, I think if you're a Lions fan, like we said last week, um, you should be really excited. You should even be more excited after last week. Without question. I mean, I think the Lions would, would do a nice job. It would be good to see them on Thanksgiving actually. Have, I guess what's great is that it, you feel like they can score some points here. I mean, they don't look like a high school team. So uh, I think the Lions got are, are up and up and, and got some good things coming their way. Now, with that being said, probably a, one of the two teams tied for the biggest disappointment in the NFL are the Indianapolis Colts. 
it's become the place where good where quarterbacks. Colts and Vikings, if you saw that game last night. Yeah, we'll I mean, they got embarrassed last where, night. Where, and I'm going to talk about that. I got a lot to say about that game in a second. But it seems like Indianapolis is the place where quarterbacks go to um, die their career. Um, it's happening again. Um, obviously, Matt Ryan's a little older, but he looks a shell of himself right now. I know Pittman was out. Um, Jonathan Taylor, number one draft pick in everything. I knew I shouldn't have picked him. I knew it. Um, he looks, I, I don't know, maybe because they're so far behind, they can't really run the ball, right? They got to throw the ball to even stay in contention. Jacksonville looks like they're getting a little bit better. But the Colts, I mean, they, they were a, a lot of teams for picks. I mean, what's going on there, you think? I don't know. I, I really don't understand what the issue is. I mean, last year uh, with they had uh, Phillip Rivers, and I mean, they competed last year. They they were, I think, they were the we talked about it before the the Jaguars were the reason they didn't make the playoffs. So I mean they were in position to make the playoffs, and right now at this rate, I mean they they look like they could be headed for about a number one overall draft pick at this rate. So um, yeah, I just I'm so ma- I'm amazed. Indianapolis needs to do. Maybe it's time for them to build from a bottom up. I was just amazed that they're I mean, that you got bad. Bryce Young, you got C.J. Stroud. You're gonna have two great young quarterbacks. Instead of maybe always trying to inherit someone else's quarterback, maybe it's time for Indy to draft someone. And Bill, because obviously whatever they're doing right now is not working. And Matt Ryan looks Matt Ryan looks old and the team looks like they can barely hang on. I mean they they, they should have lost to Houston. They tied the game. So um, definitely this I, I mean it's really an embarrassing performance. I mean the Jacksonville Jaguars I mean they, they you you shut them out. Right. I mean, that's bad. They had barely over two hundred yards of offense. I mean that's that's they really bad. Got their kicker. I mean, what in the world is going on there? I mean, you got someone like Jonathan Taylor, who's obviously a tremendous talent, oh, young in his career. Oh, he is a tremendous talent. You already know that. Uh, here um, we go with that again. But I mean, yeah, I don't know what drafting him number one. Not my problem. I didn't draft him number one. So, um, but yeah, this is disappointing. I mean, that's yeah, they're yeah. not not sitting very pretty right now. Well. Tom Brady just keeps on winning. He conquered his, um, he conquered his demons by beating the Saints. I don't know what's going on with the Saints. Jameis Winston's got broken things in his back. Um, they went crazy throwing it all over the place last week to Landry and Olave, and um, now they just. Uh, I know Camaro Wright was out, I think, but the Buccaneers, you know, they. Um, they decided to brawl and they decided to win. So and Mike Evans um, out too, Garrett. Well, game suspension for that though. It seems like that kind of spurred them on. I mean, this game was three-three for the longest time, and in the end, obviously Tampa Bay kind of came back and and, and controlled. I don't know what it says because I don't know about Tampa Bay how good they are. I just saw on the bottom of the screen that they signed Cole Beasley. He's probably a perfect Tom Brady guy to catch little passes and start yeah. running. Um. But the Saints, I, I don't know. I mean, this Jameis injury, when they said he's got broken whatever in his back, I mean, is he I, – I don't know what that means. And Tom Brady, you just – he's older, and he's definitely, in listening to him, a shell of maybe the competitor that he once was maybe. Um, I don't know. I think in the end, I think those two teams – are going to be one of the best two teams in the NFC just because I think the NFC is a weaker division, but that's a weaker conference, but that's my thought. Yeah, I don't know what to say about the Buccaneers. I mean, if you really think about it, they haven't really had much of an offensive spark. 
uh, so far through two weeks. I don't know if that's saying that the Cowboys had a pretty solid defense and so did the Buccaneers, but I mean they didn't. They I think they caught they had a touchdown on a tur- on a turnover, right? Yeah, interception return. Yeah. So I mean I don't know if that's really saying too much about your offense when you got two field goals and a t- one touchdown against the Buccaneers. I mean against the Saints. Um, so yeah, I don't know if I mean they're winning. I mean if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But um, at this rate, I don't know if they offensively could hand or like you know stay with some of the teams like Buffalo or Kansas City or the Chargers or teams like that. I don't know if they could offensively go back and forth like those teams are going to do. Well, hey, listen, the Giants are 2-0. and Good for them. We'll see what happens. I'm not buying much stock in them. But who will ever forget? The Patriots and the Steelers. They used to be the matchup every year we look forward to. That game could have put people to sleep this weekend. In the end, somehow New England wins. You and I were having this conversation Sunday. At what point does Mike Tomlin make a quarterback change? I I don't know. I, I The sad thing is Pittsburgh is just a good team with right now a, a really questionable situation at quarterback, and they're just going to be a good team, a, a solid team that plays competitive. But, boy, it looks like right now if they need seven points, I, I don't know where they look. I know they run Najee Harris – well, the problem is if you don't have the ability to throw the ball, you don't have the ability to run the ball because you don't have anybody. They're just going to play you for the run, and when you can't you know, th- have a threat over the top, it's just hard to get your running back open and give them lanes yeah. and block for them. So I, I guess they, they got, I don't know, they got some work to do. Pittsburgh needs to figure out that quarterback situation. I would rather them run with somebody, the younger generation, and see where it takes them. Um, but I think Mike Tomlin thinks a little bit differently, and he's a great coach, so we'll just trust him. The Rams beat the Falcons, blah, 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 blah. Let's fall asleep. Hey, I didn't think we'd have to talk San Francisco-Seattle um, because we all thought San Francisco would win, but Trey Lance breaks his ankle. He's out. Jimmy Garoppolo, who they signed at the last minute. Jimmy G's second. back, baby. Jimmy G's back. I don't know what this means for San Francisco. I feel like... They wanted Trey Lance because they felt like he gave them something different on offense. I don't know if San Francisco's defense is as talented or as tough as it once was, so maybe they needed a little more offense. But the bottom line is Jimmy G is back. All he does is win. And uh, if I'm a San Francisco 49ers fan, I'm fine with him quarterbacking my team. Um, But it's kind of Trey Lance now with COVID, with not playing last year, with now this year. You know, he's really going to go almost three years without playing a football game, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, that kind of sounds, I, and a kid that never really proved himself, I felt like even in college, um, I don't know where that organization is. This could this could be um, this could be a rough spot for San Francisco. With that being said, I do think Jimmy G is going to be fine, but I'm talking long term after this year, um, he'll be fine to lead him, but definitely going to be some questions down the road and. I guess they have the same question next year when yeah. he's coming off the injury. Do they do they believe in him or do they re-sign Jimmy G? And I mean, I don't know if I'm Jimmy G if I really want to go back to the 49ers with the way he's been treated. And then for three years of not playing football, I mean, I don't know. It's it's going to be a lot of questions to answer. Yeah. You know, I don't have anything to base it off. I'm going to play this whole drama again as it goes on. The Bengals, probably the most disappointing team, team that was a runner-up in the Super Bowl. They lose to the Dallas Cowboys. No quarterback has been sacked more, has been knocked out more, taken more hits than Jimmy 
than Joe Burrow. Um, they got new offensive linemen. Cincinnati looks bad. Uh, there's nothing else you can say. Now, you can say, well, they lost two close games. You're right. They lost two close games. But last year, they were winning those games. This year, they're losing those games. They, I don't know. I mean, they got great players, but they can't keep J Joe Burrow upright. And um, I don't know what that means. So it's definitely a disappointment. It makes you think, though, in that division with the with the Ravens, I mean, those three other teams are a shell of, shell of the Ravens, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, the Browns right now about Deshaun Watson um, don't look that great. And even with Deshaun Watson back, I mean, it's going to be the first time he's played in two years. And yeah. I mean, that's not probably something that's very easy to just get back into live action and play when you haven't been able to in a long time. So um, I'm not sure that they're going to quite take a huge step forward right once he gets back into the starting role. Um, so... And it, it might not even matter. I mean, if you've already lost, say, seven games, I mean, I don't know. Even if you're perfect from there on out, you might not even make the playoffs at that point. But uh, I guess it, we, we'll find out. But I'm not sure I believe too much in the, the Browns and the Steelers. They have the ability, I guess, but I wouldn't say even with Pickett starting from here on out, would they have the chance to touch the Ravens. And the Bengals have absolutely stunned everyone. I mean, going all into the way that they have, looking the way that they have. Um, I don't know if you can really put too much stock in them, but you have to feel like they have to get better. I mean, they can't keep going this way with who they have. With that, but you're right. So with that said, do I think the Bengals can beat the Ravens? Without question. Who would I pick today? The Ravens. But you're right. I mean, the, the Bengals have the pieces. It's just, can they finally get the pieces all together to work? Denver, yeah, they got to... They'll, they'll have to. I mean, there's no way they, they don't get, they don't start to turn it around. Right. So Denver beats Houston. That's kind of the way it is. I think we're going to be talking more about Denver as time goes on. Cause I think Russell Wilson is going to get a ton of flack. I think he was well overpaid and I don't think Denver is going to probably live up to expectations. Green Bay beat Chicago on Sunday night. I mean, so it is what it is. The bears are who they are. The Packers are who they are. So Las Vegas, it has this huge 20 to nothing lead. Um, Kyler Murray, after getting this big money, well, guess what? He comes storming back. They got a two-point conversion at the end. They win in overtime. I, I don't know. I, I think Arizona is just an okay team, and the Raiders that I thought was going to be a pretty good team, I think it's just an okay team too. And um, in the end, um, I think Devontae Adams needs to get the ball more, and I think – Derek Carr's got some things to prove. He's got everything he needs. It's just now, can they go and do it? And right now, there's something holding the Raiders back, it looks like. And my Super Bowl pick is not looking good. So, uh, they can go 15-2 and two from here on out. We'll see. Okay, so let's talk real quick, too, about Buffalo. Buffalo dominates Tennessee. They are the Georgia of yeah, the basically two embarrassing games last night i forgot i forgot about that yeah. one on espn they said the bills are the georgia of the nfl and then so i i got it i finally can say i got one thing right this year in football I haven't made a lot of correct picks but i was telling you guys last week on the podcast and steven like kirk cousins is so overrated I think I saw on Twitter this morning he's 60, 60, and 1 as a starter or something. 60, 60, and 2. Okay. And then you must saw the same thing I did. Um, I told Steven not to take him in fantasy because, honestly, he's just chucking balls up. Minnesota's got 
I, Dalvin Cook is a great running back. I don't know what's going on with him. Um, bottom line is I was right about one thing, and that was Minnesota. Is They are just a, a phony team. Philadelphia, though, they look like the real deal, folks. And Yeah, no, I tell you what, I was surprised. I mean, Jalen Hurts is... I mean, you had to know that he was going to be somewhat of a playmaker, just whether he could stay healthy or not, being in the position that he is, and obviously hopefully he stays healthy because he's shown that he's a tremendous talent at quarterback. He's he's really uh, developed the ability to throw the ball uh, a little better, and, and obviously everyone knows the athlete that he is. Um, you know, I mean, he showed it in week one against the Lions, you know, running for his life about every other play. And last night... Um, he basically ran wherever he wanted to and threw the ball wherever he wanted to and just embarrassed the Vikings, especially after the way that they thought the season was going to go maybe after week one. Uh, week two was an embarrassment. Um, and, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't – it was just an embarrassing performance <laughs> yesterday. Um, I mean, I was watching the other game because I had fantasy involved with it, but um, it doesn't seem like I missed much. It seemed like I just – only thing I missed was Jalen Hurts showing that he's a pretty good player. Yeah, the Eagles have a chance – they should win that division, and they have a chance to represent the NFC. They they went about it a little bit differently, but they put, stuck their pieces together, got some draft picks, picked some great players, and it made Philadelphia, I know, will be thrilled, um, but they look like the real deal, and um, so it'll be exciting to see. So let's make some NFL picks. Let's go win all 16 games this week. Here we go. We're going to start off on Thursday night. The Cleveland Browns, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the game is at Cleveland. To me, they're two putrid offenses. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go with Cleveland. I was going to pick Pittsburgh, but I just think playing at home with the way Cleveland lost and the fact that I have absolutely zero, zero confidence in Pittsburgh quarterback situation, I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns to beat the Steelers. I'm going to go with Cleveland as well. I think that um, something's got to, I mean, the, the, losing the way that they did has to light a fire under you, um, has to make you want to win more. And I think that their offense is definitely better than the Steelers. Not, it's not saying too much. But um, I think at home, they have to find a way to rally to win the game. I'd rather see the Steelers win. But um, I'll pick the, the, the Browns, and if they lose, I'll laugh about it. Houston, Chicago, I'm going to go with Houston. I have zero confidence in either of these two teams. I think they're both. Um, Justin Fields is okay as a quarterback. He's got not much help. Houston, I still can't name any player on their team except for the running back, and I Davis can't remember Mills. his name. Quarterback. There you go. Houston uh, Texans. I'm going to go with Houston. Bobby Smith, coach. Um, I'm going to go with Chicago, going a different direction. Um, both teams are not good, but maybe Justin Fields will – take a step in the right direction and really shine. Maybe. I'll go with the Vegas Raiders, the Super Bowl soon to be champions over Tennessee. Tennessee, I feel like, has they jumped off to what a quick seven nothing lead yesterday and then they just got demolished. Yeah, yeah, because uh I was worried that yeah, I was gonna yeah. lose because Derrick yeah. Henry scored right away. And then I forgot that my opponent had the Buffalo defense, so it kind of almost waited out. Every time. And then obviously, um, I got to see the rest of the game, and that offense is terrible. Um, and I think both quarterbacks looked absolutely horrific last night. Um, not not Josh Allen. I mean, both quarterbacks for the Titans looked horrible last night. 
I mean, I watched uh, Ryan Tannehill uh, throw a pick, and then I watched him throw another pick, and then I watched them muff a punt, and then I watched them. I watched uh, Malik Willis fumble, and then I watched them muff another punt, but they ended up recovering it. The only reason why I won um, last night, but uh, they did somehow recover that. But yeah, I mean, it, it's it was disappointing to watch how bad that offense is. And like we said um, with Najee Harris, um, when you got somebody like Derrick Henry, you know, is a stud. Um, but when you have no ability to throw the ball, defense is kind of a can kind of uh, play downhill and, and expect the run. And it's not hard to stop the run when you can at least expect it. You know that they basically have no chance of of throwing the ball over the top, and you just play press man from there on out. I mean, it's hard to beat. And when you're down, your running back's not really effective because you're not going to be running the ball when you're down 41 to seven. So. No, I'll take. I mean, when he only played two and a half quarters last night, that's that's not good. No, I'll take Kansas City over Indianapolis. I just don't even think it just is what it is. Indy will play tough, I'm sure. They'll probably put a scare into Kansas City. Probably only lose by a field goal just because. But I'll take Kansas City. Uh, I'm gonna go with Maddie. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I will go with the Chiefs. Uh, I think it's pretty simple. Buffalo, Miami, probably the game of the week. Um. Miami's coming off this all-time high. I think their wide receivers are doing a lot of talking, a lot of yapping. I don't even think I, it's the receivers. I think it's Tyree Kill. Well, yeah, I don't know. they got to get a wheelbarrow to hold their nuts. Oh, Lord. I mean, you know, I know Waddle's going to waddle like a penguin, but in the end, Buffalo wins. I just think Buffalo's all around, defensively, a better team than the Ravens have right now, so I'll go with Buffalo. Yeah, I'm going to go with Buffalo. Um, last year, Josh Allen was my quarterback in fantasy, so I watched him a lot. And I don't know if there is a better player in football right now than Josh Allen. I'm killing myself because I'm going to take the Lions over the Vikings. This is five straight teams on the road to win. Probably not going to happen. I, I'm going to be I have. I don't think Minnesota is a good football team. I'm sorry. I know they lit up game one, but... I think the Lions can score. I think the Lions' defense can hold some people in check. I'll take the Lions right now with the Vikings. So last week I picked the Lions, and I said I'm ready to get hurt again. I didn't. The Lions won. Um, and I think it's an, I think it's a, it's a tough one to call just because of the fact that, yeah, the, 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 the Vikings played really bad last night, but they do have a tremendous receiver in Justin Jefferson. And I don't know if they, the Lions have quite that type of a playmaker, but the Lions have shown me through two weeks that um, they're a good football team. Um I'm going to go with the Lions. Maybe I'm just stupid and blind, but um, I really like what I'm seeing out of the Lions. And I, yeah, I don't even need to say anything about Minnesota after last night. Baltimore's beating New England. I'm going to take another road team. That is six straight road games. I don't think much needs to be said. I just think Baltimore's going to win. Yeah, I don't think there's much to be said about this game either. New England has no offense, and Baltimore has. If Josh Allen is the best player in football, Lamar Jackson's the third best player in football. Cincinnati's going to go on the road and beat the New York Jets. Cincinnati's got to get a win. I just have – I know a lot of people – this might be a trendy pick Pick the Jets. I think the Bengals are not starting 0-3. I don't care what happens. I'm going to pick now for a seventh straight game, the road team to win. Cincinnati wins. Yeah, I'll go with Cincinnati as well. I mean, I know the, the uh, Vikings, the Jets had that win last week. But I don't think Joe Flacco is going to quite do the same thing. I don't know when Zach Wilson is going to be back, but um, I don't think that – Joe Flacco is just going to kind of continue what he did last week. He's going to probably, yeah, I just don't think their offense, I don't think they're going to play, you know, as well as they did last week. Philadelphia goes on the road, wins again. They beat Washington. Why? 
because Philadelphia is a better team than Washington. Um, I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles because of Jalen Hurts. That's all I have to say. New Orleans plays at Carolina. I think New Orleans wins. I'm going to pick the road team yet again. There's got to be some sort of NFL record here if this actually ended up happening. I think Baker Mayfield, Carolina, they're just whatever. I'm, I'm sorry. New Orleans wins, hands down, no doubt. Uh, yeah, Carolina, um, I'm a little worried about what their offense is going to look like without Jameis Winston and all the, well, at least without him. Um, I'll and go James with, not playing? Well, he's got every, uh, whole, whole body's broken yeah, in half. He played last week. Why would he not play this week? And how well did he play? I'm just saying. Yeah, so I'll go with Carolina. Um, I just feel like going in a different direction. The home team wins. Los Angeles, the Chargers beat Jacksonville. Jacksonville looked a lot better. We didn't talk about so it. So this is the thing, though. I'm looking at, at, at it right now, and I'm trying to figure out, is Herbert going to play, though? Well, it's day-to-day. That's the problem, is they're going to say it's day-to-day, and then you're going to get right before this, the game. And guess what? If you've got him on your fantasy team, I do. he's probably not going to play. All right. Well, I'm going to pick Los Angeles, considering Herbert plays. If Herbert doesn't play, then, I'll, then I think Jacksonville wins. But I'm going to circle Los Angeles. Yeah, it's tough for me to say anything right now. I, I just I, I think Jacksonville showed a lot last week that they they have the ability to win. Um, if Herbert was playing, I would say, you know, give me the Chargers. Um, but if he doesn't play, I think this game can get really interesting, and I think the Jacksonville Jaguars would win. Um, so I don't know what to say about it. I guess pending on injury, I'll go with the Chargers. But if Herbert doesn't play, I would say I would go with Jacksonville, and obviously we're doing it on Tuesday afternoon, we're not doing it on Sunday morning where we'd have the injury report maybe right in front of us, but yeah. I'm going to go with the Rams over Arizona. Not sold still on Arizona. I think the Rams are a good football team. They played better, obviously, this past week, but I'll take the Rams over the Cardinals. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Rams as well. I think Arizona is just a broken record. I think they won last week. Um, well, I know they won last week, but I don't think it was a true, you know, um, a game that you should look you look back at and you say that we got better because of it. I just think that they won. Um, I mean, they were getting blown out um, in the first half, and then I don't know what the Raiders did. It's almost like they just didn't play the second half. Um, and then, obviously, um, I can't think of the receiver's name that fumbled and then recovered it, but then fumbled again, uh, Hunter Renfro, um, and lost that game. Okay, now the game of the century is playing this Sunday. The Atlanta Falcons versus the Seattle Seahawks. Ah, oh, do we got to make a pick here? I'm going to go with Atlanta because it's a horrible, horrible pick. Let's not even spend much time on this. I think Atlanta as well. I think Atlanta is better than people think. Last week they only lost to the defending Super Bowl champions by four um, and kind of put a push um, on them at the end and – they didn't win, but I think Atlanta is a little better than people think. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. I think Tom Brady, um, well, he's the team we just said is kind of an odd team. You don't really know what. Um, I, I just, I like Tom Brady. Give me Tampa Bay. There you go. Uh, San Francisco at Denver. Jimmy G. Um, finally back on the helm. I don't know. Um, I'm not sold on Denver. I'm going to go San Francisco. I'm going to go to the 49ers as well. Um, I think that that offense between Russell Wilson has not jowled at all. They're one and one, but they have not looked very good. Um, I mean, they scored 16 points in Seattle, um, and then they scored, what, 16 points again, I think it was? 
or something like that. I mean, not really. They haven't done anything that makes you believe that they're um, they're going to win any game. How about those Cowboys and the Giants? The Giants looking to go three and zero. Monday Night Football, folks, I'm going to tell you right now, the Giants, the G-Men, go 3-0 and with a victory in New York over the Cowboys. I got the New York Football Giants to go 3-0 and as well. I think the Cowboys won last week over a broken Bengals team right now, um, and I think that that was their honeymoon last week, and this week they come back to reality and lose against the the Giants. The NFL, we're ready to go. We're ready to see what happens. We're starting to kind of see some some teams. Like I said, I think it's a it's a really big week for. It's just a really big week, I think, for Cincinnati. The Colts are hanging on by a thread. We'll see what happens. College football, Ohio State, Michigan, get obviously very easy wins. Um, I don't know. You and I have talked obviously at length about Ohio State and Michigan on here. I don't know if I can really add much to either two teams right now. JJ looked good. Um, I think Ohio State's win was more, way more impressive than Michigan's. Well, win. yeah. I mean, I would probably take UT over UConn. Um, but in the end, I don't know if we learned much about either team still. I mean, again, they, they played below average opponents. They should have won. Again, it's exciting though because you feel like it's they're they're every week building up maybe what they need to, and you're just hoping that these two teams are three and four, two and three, something like that in Columbus, Ohio, in late November because there's no one in the Big Ten that should beat Ohio State or Michigan besides Ohio State and Michigan. Um, the Big Ten is definitely having a down year. The East Division is horrible. Um, Nebraska gets annihilated again. Minnesota is the only team I feel like that we don't know much about. We'll find out more. But Ohio State and Michigan. Penn State, we talked about Penn State. They go in and they clobber Auburn. I don't know how good Auburn is, but obviously Stephen would be the first to tell you Penn State's going to give you a good game. They go to Ann Arbor, then they come, then they go home to play Ohio State in late October. So we'll find out a lot about them. And Michigan State gets uh, taken to the woodshed against Washington. So they, they got taken to the deep end, and they never learned how to swim. So what were your thoughts on Big Ten football this weekend? Um, well, Purdue, that is a disappointment, oh my God. Uh, to say the least. I mean, Penn State, yeah, it was a great win. I mean, you look back at it, and I wish Michigan could beat an SEC team today by 30. Um, it's just a good thing for your record to show. Um, good thing on your resume. Um, but that was not a very good SEC team. But still a huge win for Penn State on the road. Um, not taking anything away from what they've done. Do I think they're the best team in the Big Ten? Absolutely not. Do I think they're the second best team in the, in the Big Ten? No. Um, so um, it's a good win for Penn State. Michigan State um, was not what you thought you would see, but I think they'll bounce back, and I think they'll – They'll get on a winning streak until they play the Buckeyes. Um, I think they have, if you're a Michigan State uh, fan right now, you gotta be a little worried. They play have a pretty tough stretch um, before the end. Minnesota. That's, yeah, Minnesota. They play uh, Minnesota, and then they play. I don't remember who else they play, but they play Ohio State. They play at Michigan. They play at Penn State at the end of the year. Um, and I think they play another team that I thought could be interested. Maryland. Um, I thought 
that could get interesting as well. So I think you got a really tough stretch right now if you're a Michigan State fan for the next month um, or month and a half, I'll say. Uh, you, you, you'll learn a lot about your football team, and then you kind of get a couple cake, cupcake wins in the Big Ten, and then you got to play at Penn State last yeah. week of the year. I think Minnesota's going to win the East. I mean the West, I'm sorry. Um, I think Ohio State, Michigan, boom at the end. We'll see what happens. But Big Ten football actually starts this weekend with a lot you know, going into conference play now. We'll kind of see what happens. It's I'm glad we're kind of out of this, you know, the blah, blah, blah. Let's move on. Be good to see. Let's see what ends up happening. Um, it really wasn't a huge week in terms of a ton of big games necessarily. So, you know, Notre Dame got their first victory of the year, uh, but it came at a at a against a Cal team that was about as good as Iowa. Um, so that's kind of interesting. Um USC won against Fresno State, and it really wasn't this big blowout that everyone's all over USC right now. I guess when I was talking to Stephen about a Sunday morning, I didn't even realize it was a little closer than I thought. Uh, I mean, so everyone's hung up on them. Oklahoma goes in and, oh boy, um, did some damage to Nebraska. And Georgia, Alabama, they keep winning. So, again, not much change. Miami the U is back, as Stephen would say, back to its losing ways as Texas A&M finally back gets to side. Yep, so we can kind of get over this whole concept of the U being back. Mario Cristobal, probably with the most expensive coaching staff in college football, um, they looked really bad offensively, to be honest with you. I mean, there, was, there wasn't much. Um, you know that offensive coordinator well, mm-hmm. uh, but Miami looked pretty rough offensively, that was for sure. Yeah, um... Not much to say. They scored nine or six points against Texas A&M, who, I mean, App State scored plenty of points on them. Um, so I don't know if, if Texas A&M's defense even is solid or not, but uh, to score six or nine points against whoever, against Texas A&M, uh, I don't know if that's a very good showing, especially after they scored, what, 70 against a week before yeah. against whoever they played. It was a terrible team. But, um, yeah, they don't. Yeah, Miami definitely let down. I thought Miami would win the game. I thought they would kind of piggyback off what they've done the first two weeks and, you know, upset Texas A&M. I was hoping that would happen, kind of. But um, I guess both those teams have lost a game, and they're already, already both hurting. So, Good luck. Good job on Kansas's part. They're undefeated, folks. Yep, undefeated. Um, playing an undefeated Duke team this week. So Kansas is not looking like the, the bottom dweller. Looks like Colorado now is about the worst team in Division One football. Um, they, they've hit rock bottom. You know why? Why? Because they lost Mel Tucker. Hmm. Interesting. All right, everyone, let's make some college football picks. And maybe next week we'll have a little more to talk about as we kind of get it. We could talk forever about college football, but it wasn't the biggest week. So let's preview and spend a little bit of time on some of these games. Thursday night, West Virginia plays at Virginia Tech. West Virginia is one of those teams you don't really know. Are they going to be good? Are they not going to be good? Virginia Tech seems like they're always laying eggs. So, um, an interesting matchup for some. Who you got, West Virginia? Virginia Tech. That's tough. Um, I'm going to go with Virginia Tech. I'm not Virginia Tech. uh, West Virginia um, because of JT Daniels. That's all I know. I like West Virginia as well. Friday night, the undefeated Syracuse Orangemen coming off a huge win against Purdue. Playing Virginia. Um, I think Syracuse stays undefeated with a big win. Yep, I got the same pick. Excellent. We love that. Um, Saturday night football, Wisconsin travels to Columbus, Ohio. It's a blackout in Columbus. 
Of course, I'm going with the Buckeyes. They're an 18-point favorite. I don't know if they win by 18, but I'll definitely take Ohio State over Wisconsin that I think is um, going to go through some growing pains. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Buckeyes. Um, Black out for funeral for the Wisconsin football team season for 2022. Um, losing to Washington State and now losing to the Buckeyes. They'll be 2-2 two and two after this week. I think Wake Forest can beat Clemson. I want to pick Wake Forest. I don't have the guts to do it because i got to start winning some games here. I'm going to take Clemson, but Clemson is traveling to Wake. Wake can score points. I think Wake pulls the upset. I'll do it on my um, on my money line, but for this sake of this podcast, I'll go with Clemson. Yeah, I'm going to go with Wake Forest. I, I just want to see an upset. I want to see um, Clemson lose really badly. So. I think it's going to happen. I think there's definitely a chance of that happening, um, and uh, I'm praying to God that it does happen. There you go. I'll take North Carolina to beat Notre Dame. North Carolina can score points. Notre Dame cannot score. Um, it's at North Carolina. I think Notre Dame is is in trouble. Um, I, I just don't think they can keep up with North Carolina. I think North Carolina beats Notre Dame. Yeah, they, they can't score any points, so... Um, if you can't score points, it's hard to win games. All right. I'm going to take Arkansas to go into Kyle Field and beat Texas A&M. I don't really like either of these two teams. Arkansas, I, they were kind of my sleeper in the SEC, if you remember, in some of our previews. With that being said, I think they're kind of a struggle offensively. I think they Texas haven't really won any game decidingly. I mean, they beat Cincinnati yeah. by 7, then they beat South Carolina by 14, and Georgia showed that South Carolina doesn't deserve to be on the same football team, I mean, the same football field. And then they beat Missouri State last week by 11. Um, not really too much confidence in them. Um, I'm going to go with Texas A&M, even though I want to puke saying that, but um, Arkansas has shown me nothing, not that Texas A&M has either, but um, new quarterback, um, I'm going to go with the Texas oh. A&M. All right, Kansas State always gives Oklahoma trouble. I don't think Kansas State gives Oklahoma trouble this year, but it's worth to at least mention or make a pick in the game in case you want an upset. It's at Oklahoma. If it was at Kansas State, maybe I would think otherwise, but I'll go with Oklahoma. Yeah, I'm going to go with Oklahoma as well after last week's performance. Baylor goes to Iowa State. The Cyclones, I think, are actually the favorite in this game, I told you, but I just I don't really know much besides Iowa State besides watching him play Iowa. I think Baylor... Does win this game, but I, I'm 100% sure Iowa State is actually favored in this game. Yep, they're a three-point favorite. Um, and it's a tough one to say anything about. I mean, Iowa State doesn't look like they're, you know, I mean, they beat Iowa 10-7, to 7, so yep. offensively they're still definitely challenged. Um, I, I said earlier, in the, earlier before the season started, I, I was really expecting a lot out of Baylor, and then they lost. Obviously, so that was not the way I saw their season going to start, but I'll go with Baylor. Oregon at Washington State. Washington State beats Wisconsin. Oregon comes out and has a big week against BYU last week. I'll go with Oregon still, um, but you never know. Washington State could play tough. Yeah, I'm going to go with Oregon. They looked like a lot better football team last week. I'll take Minnesota over Michigan State. I think Michigan State, despite having their injuries on the defensive line, I think we're going to find out a lot about Minnesota, but I'll, I'll take the Gophers. Oh, this one puts me in a tough position. Um, I think Michigan State's a better football team than they showed last week. I uh, just had a, had a rough performance, kind of got jumped on early. Um, but God, it's so hard for me to go against. I mean, it's very easy for me to want to go against Michigan State, 
but I'm going to go with the Spartans. Um, Tuck is hopefully not going to be a horse shit coach anymore this week, and I, I think that I think that they'll beat Minnesota. Um, but I think that I think they have a lot to work on um, defensively, like they did last year. They were they were just horrible defensively defending the pass, and that's what Michael Penix did. Big Penix energy um, threw for about 400 yards um, pretty easily. So um, I don't think Minnesota has quite the the weapons that. But they do have a very good running back. But if Mich- anything Michigan State does well, it usually stops the run pretty well, usually defensively passing the ball. They are horrible. Indiana at Cincinnati. Um, That's a really tough game. I don't think Cincinnati is as good as, obviously, they were last year. Indiana just somehow wins a game. I'll take Cincinnati, but uh, that game's a toss. I got Cincinnati. I think Indiana is a team that it took them overtime to beat whoever they played last week, and it was not a very good football team. Uh, So I think Indiana's three. Yeah, no, I don't don't even know if it was them. Maybe it was. I don't know. But Indiana... um, yeah, they're not a very good football team. I'll take Tennessee over Florida back in Tennessee. It's been a long time since these two teams have been kind of both relevant. I don't know how good Tennessee is, but I like their offense. I think Florida still young, makes mistakes. I'll take Tennessee at home over the Gators. Yeah, Tennessee's got a more experienced quarterback. I think his name's Malik Cooker. Um, I believe that's his name. Um, I'll take Tennessee as well at home um, playing the Gators, and I think the Gators aren't. That or no, it's not Malik Hooker. What's his name? Hendon Hooker. So I had the last name right. Um, he's shown to be pretty good. 844 yards passing this year and six touchdowns. Where uh, the the Gators quarterback Anthony Richardson is thrown for 423 yards and four interceptions and no touchdowns this year. So as much as they want to say that I saw a video of him dunking from the free throw line on a 10 foot rim and that he's like I don't remember who they said maybe Cam Newton or somebody along those lines built like that. Um, doesn't matter if you're only throwing interceptions. So I'll go with Tennessee. Kansas goes 4-0. They beat Duke at Kansas. Wow, the Jayhawks are on a roll. Yeah, I mean, maybe the Jayhawks will follow up their national championship in basketball with a national championship in football. If that happens, that will be a 30-for-30, and many more things will come out about that um, if they were able to do that. But um, I think... I think Duke probably wins this game, but I'm going to go with Kansas just for the fact that um, I kind of want to see them continue to win um, a program that's been very, very, very bad for a very long time. So Texas beats Texas Tech, but it's worth mentioning. Again, Texas still doesn't have the quarterback. <clears throat> Texas Tech, you never know if they're going to play good, bad. They didn't have the quarterback for a while. It's a rivalry game. I'm sure they'll be a yeah, good Yeah, I'll take Texas, but don't be surprised if Texas Tech beats them. Yeah, I got Texas. Um, I think they have lots of really good players. Um, if they were fully healthy, I think Texas would probably win by at least three, four, or five touchdowns. I agree. Iowa beats Rutgers. I mean, Rutgers beats Iowa in New Jersey. I just think Iowa is rough. So give me the Scarlet Knights. Yeah, I think last year um, Rutgers got off to a 3-0 and start, played Michigan, and kind of lost in a close game. Um, I think Noah Bedrill is still the quarterback, I believe. Um, I think they've had some injuries, but I think um, Noah Bedrill will be the starter on Saturday, and um, he's got a pulse, so that's better than anything that Iowa's got under center. Um, I, Rutgers is 3-0. and um, Hopefully, Shiano can get another win, get it to 4-0, um, and, and get them on their way to a bowl game again this year. Um, yeah, I got Rutgers, um, kind of like Kansas. I just want to see them win than Iowa. Maryland, obviously, 
You know, they got Tua's brother. They Tua-Lia. can score some or points. Like They've got some offense, some fast players. They play Michigan. It's Michigan's first game against a team that kind of breathes. Um, but it's in Ann Arbor, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, I think Michigan wins by at least three touchdowns, maybe four. I'll take the Wolverines any day over the Terrapins. Yeah, I think right now it's a 16.5 for 17-point um, spread. I think if Michigan wins by more than three touchdowns, I think that is a solid performance. If they win by anything less, that's an average or very subpar performance. I think Maryland has the ability to score points. I think they have the ability to, to make defenses look bad, but I think they also have the ability to turn the ball over, um, and like they did last year against Michigan. Um, they just don't have – I don't think they have quite the defense to, to stop a good offense, but they have the offense to – to beat a good defense, but I think that Maryland probably turns the ball over two to three times on Saturday, and they probably lose by, I would say, between 21 and I, I think it's going to be a three to four touchdown game, but um, I think this is a test for Michigan um, playing a, a the playing. I mean, it's obvious they haven't played anyone good so or respectable. Um, first time that they'll play anyone with, a like you said, a pulse. So um, good for Michigan, but I think they come out and win. Um, by three or four touchdowns. So there's a lot of games out there, a lot of teams that should win. But I think as you see, as the year goes on, you get in conference, you start to play these teams, they know you a little bit, they've seen you. It's not difficult for upsets to happen. You never know about the weather. You never know if things get kind of goofy. So we talk about these games, and you're like, no, there's no way Ohio State should lose to Wisconsin. There's no way Michigan should lose to Maryland. There's no way Texas should lose to Texas Tech. Folks, that's why they play the game, because anything can happen. So what we sit here, sounds like, okay, should be a relatively quiet week. Well, I tell you what, things can go crazy quick in college football. So we'll be back next week. Well, there's, there's, that's why they have App State, what, almost beat North Carolina, and they, they, they did beat Texas A&M. And before we leave, we want to say, uh, talk about, uh, well, not really talk about it much, but Roger Federer retired um, within the last week. So obviously, um one of the greatest players, if not um, the greatest player. He might not, he won't have the most career grand slams, but um, if you go by probably the average tennis fan, I think Roger Federer is the most liked tennis player of all time. So um, Roger Federer is maybe not the, the most wins, but I think a lot of people would have him as the, the GOAT. So Tennis is in a weird spot right now. I mean, for the longest time, you knew who was For the last win. 15, almost 20 years now, it's been dominated by two and then Djokovic has been obviously on the uprise the last 10 years so it, tennis is obviously in a weird spot it'd kind of be like if um, maybe like LeBron retired or I guess I don't even know who else in basketball would, that yeah, would compare to weird. but I think, I think tennis is in a really or like weird when spot. Dwayne Wade or Kobe Bryant retired they kind of you know they were on the tail end of their career and and you know you saw them kind of yeah. Not whether away, but you know, it's you saw him. A couple years to yeah, it's going to take a little bit of time to figures back. Yeah, so definitely in a weird spot. Um, it, again, it's good for the game. It's good to see some new young athletes, especially if we can get some American athletes to get some American interest. But it's definitely going to feel weird as we start losing the names again. Not that a lot of people are big tennis fans, I should say, but the everyday person, sports fan who knows the names, those are the names that are leaving now. So now it's kind of reestablishing some of these new names um, in the tennis world. So they're in a weird spot, but um, again, there's always going to be that next great athlete or athletes in a sport, and um, I guess it's just time to find out who it's going to be. So 
Um, we got a big golf tournament this Saturday, Sunday. I got to keep practicing my swing this week. Next week, hopefully, we are sitting here talking and also becoming Drinking winners. a beer out of the, 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 uh, the cup, cup of the yeah, trophy. Yeah, we could get it. We could get a W, but we got we, we to get our swings together. We, we play good on Sunday, but we got some things to we got some things to improve before Sunday. So that's also something. Stay tuned for that. So hope you have a good week and we'll see you next week.